0: Hang on a second, okay? All right. Hang on,
1: Hang on a second. That's what I'm doing. I'm hanging on just for a second. I'm hanging on. Hanging on. Hanging on for my life. Hanging, hanging, hanging on. And it just might fall. So I gotta hang on. Everyone needs to hang on. (sighs) Song and Lyrics by Patty Lee.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I just came back. Like, what the fuck were you just singing?
1: A random song and lyrics by Patty Lee
0: uh okay (laughs) here i am experimenting hoping my dogs don't fight while we're up here recording and you're just singing your heart out i love it Um, you keep going (laughs) making new songs making new friends Yeah. yeah welcome back to the watch list with patty and bill make sure you check out all of our past episodes of the watch list with patty and bill by going to the watchlistpod.com make sure you engage with us on social media because we love engagement on social media Add symbol the watchlist pod Add symbol pirate alice that's patty Add symbol bill ivory larson that's not patty and you can also subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you listen on Apple Podcasts, please give us that five-star review. Tell Joe Rogan to go fuck himself. And um tell a friend about us too. Damn straight. Sorry, I just wanted to get that out there because I'm feeling quite peppy tonight. Ooh. We'll see how long that energy lasts. But yeah, <laughs> feeling kind of peppy. Right. So how you doing?
1: I'm okay. How are you?
0: I'm good. And and I'm and I'm good because I saw three things that I really really liked this week. Oh, I didn't think I was actually going to like one of them. Uh huh. Oh, excuse me. Oh, there's the energy level going away. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I
1: have uh, a rapid review of seven things. Oh. A few animated movies and a few documentaries.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Oh, and by the way, uh, Mm -hmm. Terry, remember we mentioned Terry the last time in our podcast? You
1: mentioned Terry often.
0: What up, Terry? Shout out to Terry. Hey, Terry. She she loved the rapid fire. Excellent. She loved the rapid fire.
1: Perfect, because I got a lot more.
0: Because she is a person on the move. She's moving. She's shaking. She's shaking. She's moving. All and right. and she just loved getting in there, hearing you know the seventeen twenty five things that you've got, and then out there you go, excellent. So how do you want to do this this week? Do you want me to go? Do you want to then do your rapid fire? What do you want to do?
1: I don't know. What do you think? I don't what know. Are you feeling?
0: I don't know. Let's flip a coin. Um, do you have I one? Have a, yes, I just happen oh, good, to have one.
1: I don't.
0: All right, heads. I will go first, review my three things, and then you'll do your rapid fire. All right. Tails, you'll do your rapid fire, and then I'll go. Okay. And as you can hear, the dogs are already fighting. All right. Excellent. All right. You ready? Yep. It is heads. Whoa, you go first. So I get to go first. All right. So I watched three things this week. And uh-huh. folks, that was actually a legitimate dime being tossed up into the air. And I saw it. And she she can attest to it. I did do a coin flip. So <laughs> I'll start out with I actually I could start out with any of them, but I checked out this new show on Netflix called Murderville. Ooh. And it stars Will Arnett as a fake detective called terry seattle and there are six episodes of this and every episode features a different celebrity guest star Hmm. and the celebrity guest star improvises their way through a semi-scripted murder investigation interesting and and i gotta tell you i laughed my ass off at the conan o'brien one now okay. e- each episode has a different one. The next episode actually features Marshawn Lynch, formerly of the Seattle Seahawks. So I can't wait to see that one. Mm-hmm. But but it it's funny because they do have something of a script to go on because the script gives clues to the celebrity of who actually committed the murder. Because then the the celebrity has to decide. Who committed the murder and then they're told at the end of the episode if they were right or if they were wrong it is an it's it's a very interesting thing and each episode <clears throat> is only about half an hour long oh probably a little bit shorter and and i'll tell you what it it's it is fascinating and really cool to watch comedy working like that oh and, and it, it kind of reminds me of a mash between Angie Tribeca and Saturday Night Live, where oh. you have the funny and the insanely stupid, but that was all <laughs> scripted, but then just the improvisation. And you can totally tell that they are impro- improvising it. So huh. if you're looking for something fun and silly, check out Will Arnett's show on Netflix called Murderville.
1: I was paging through Netflix this evening and saw it, but I, I was looking for something else and then realized it wasn't on Netflix. But I saw that and was like, oh, what's that? And it all just
0: about? and as we record the show, it is Friday, February the third, and it just dropped today. Or mm. well, well, it's the fourth. I think it dropped either yesterday or today, but it just okay. dropped. It's brand spanking new. Nice. The second thing I've got mm-hmm. uh, is a show called Single Drunk Female. I have seen commercials for that one. Uh, It is on Freeform, Uh and you can actually catch it on Hulu as well, which is where I caught it. Okay. And right now there are three episodes, and there are going to be more episodes, I guess, every week. And it premiered on January the 20th of this year. And a 20-something has a complete and total Like drunken freak out at work because she is an alcoholic, and she's fired from her job in New York City, and she has to move back home with her overbearing mother, who is played by Ali Sheedy, by the way.
1: Oh wow, where's she? And
0: and and, right, and she is (laughs) trying very hard to get herself sober but yet still keep some of the friends that trigger her especially her best friend and dealing with things that also trigger her like one of her other former friends who's marrying her past fiance and blah 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 and and and, her mother. and, and the mother <laughs> who is obviously yeah. the cause of a lot of this yes and and i and i didn't think i was going to like it at first to be honest yeah, from I was the like,
1: commercials, I feel like I wasn't going to like it as well.
0: And, and I was just like, okay, here we go. Here's another entitled 20-something who's just going to be mean-spirited and insult friend her way through relationships and blah, blah, blah. But the more I watched it, there's a vulnerability to it. And... At the end of every episode is actually um, a helpline in case people need it out there, which is is always very good. And I'm actually very glad to see that many movies and TV shows are incorporating that. But in the performance of this woman, I found myself not hate watching it. And I got through the three episodes and I was like, oh, I want some more of her story. Cause you want to see where she goes. Cause you kind of root for her, despite the fact that she wrecks her life. She wrecks her own life. Yeah. It's it's like the bad side of the bold type. <laughs> and, and, and and you know like like freeform is always good for a bold type type show. Mm,
1: yes. Yes.
0: Um, but I'd tell you what, single drunk female, I, I liked it. I if might you're, give it if, a try then. I, I liked it. You know, it's not every. It's not going to be everybody's cup of tea if you don't want to see somebody kind of wrecking their life and then basically telling everybody to piss off and be, still being wrong and blah. But I dug it. Now, the last thing I saw is probably the most high-profile thing that dropped mm. this week, and it dropped okay. on Wednesday. Pam and Tommy...
1: Oh, okay.
0: Uh, The story of Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee's honeymoon sex tape, which is stolen and leaked to the public in the early days of the internet. Yeah. And the movie stars Lily James and Sebastian Stan, who I have to tell you... In looks, they look so much like uh, Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee. It's friggin' scary. Hmm. It, I, I mean, it is truly scary. Um, and and Lily James, of course, she played Lady Rose on Downton Abbey, and Sebastian Stan is the Winter Soldier from the Marvel movies. Oh, but they okay. do. So- I would nominate, so far, I would nominate uh, Sebastian Stan for Mm. an Emmy for his portrayal as just the fuckhead that Tommy Lee is. (laughs) Hey, don't
1: insult my cousin Tommy, okay?
0: Okay. Well, he must be the black (laughs) sheep of the fucking family then. Mm. But, (laughs) and the only reason I I would hold off nominating Lily James is because you haven't really seen a lot of her yet. You know, her emotional parts about the sex tape leaking haven't come out yet. Those are going to be in
1: later episodes. Okay. right.
0: So you just see a lot of what a dickhead Tommy Lee is right now. All right. But this. uh, What makes this show for me is that it has got such a wicked sense of humor. So much so that in episode two, Tommy Lee has a conversation with his penis. Oh, my God. <laughs> now, you and I have talked on this show many a time <clears throat> about the unfairness in Hollywood that a woman shows her ass, she has full frontal, or she shows her boobs, and you don't see mm. shit of a guy except maybe his butt, right?
1: Yep, you see his butt, and that's that's it. He, yeah.
0: Oh, no. In oh. this movie, you... This series. Or this series you actually see lots of Tommy Lee's member. Wow. And Ooh. the scene where he has a conversation with it, which is voiced. Oh my God. And there's an animatronic <laughs> aspect to oh it as well. Oh
1: my God. Oh, this terrible. You,
0: you have to see it to believe it. Wow. So on one hand, the equality of it is astounding and i give them total props for doing that especially in the age of me too and especially in the age of you know what it's about goddamn time you show a man's member if you're gonna ask a woman to bear all you have to ask a man to bear all as well yeah i agree Uh, and second of all it's just a fucking funny scene it (laughs) it truly is and even through the the episodes that we've watched right now, we've watched two out of the three episodes that are available. Now they dropped the first three and then there are going to be more dropped every week. But Seth Rogen is also in this movie
1: as,
0: and so is Nick Offerman. Now Nick Offerman is a porn peddler and makes his money just shooting porn and all that. And Seth Rogen Used to be one of his workers, but now actually works as a carpenter who just happens to be the carpenter working on Tommy Lee's house. Oh. Tommy Lee is your typical asshole rock star. No, I don't want it over here. I want it over there. I've just changed my mind. I've had an epiphany, and it's going to be awesome. Just move it. Cost is no option. But then if if seth rogan dares to ask for the money because usually construction people do have to foot a certain part of the bill to go get the shit that they need and then they bill yeah. their client right mm-hmm. when seth rogan dares to mm-hmm. ask for the money tommy lee tells him to fuck off and all that and the and the final straw is when tommy lee says yeah and it's going to be a great waterbed and they weren't building a base for a waterbed because apparently you <laughs> need a certain type of thing. Yeah, and it's just, yeah you it's, do. It's just this whole thing. Oh. So one night, the carpenter breaks into Tommy Lee's house and steals a safe. Oh. And not only within that safe are there things that the carpenter makes money off of and makes back his money tenfold, mm-hmm. he finds a little Super 8 tape, oh. which he takes to his buddy Nick Offerman, and they both watch it and they realize that they are sitting on gold yeah i tell you what it's entertaining as fuck and if you want to see a really really i'm talking like really r rated um dark humor and humorous look at pamela and tommy lee watch pam and tommy on on hulu
1: So if it's got the male member being shown, wouldn't it perhaps actually be NC-17?
0: You would think, but I think that's more of a movie rating. Well, a TV uh, You rating. said
1: it was radi- rated R. So Oh, I'm sorry. And I and I yeah. guess I did that so that people like, can get it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. That's you're why I would say B
1: N C seventeen if you're using the movie oh, ratings.
0: If you're yeah, if I'm using movie ratings, it's like NC fucking be a fucking senior citizen and watch this movie. Or
1: maybe it's actually triple X or whatever.
0: Oh my God. Which is actually a very interesting history if you go back and look at oh, it. Oh, yep. The reason that that the X rating is no longer in in practice is because it was co-opted by the porn industry for exactly that reason. They said, well, if you want X, we have triple X. (laughs) And when triple X became a thing in the porn industry, the movie business decided they can't use that anymore because it's no longer credible.
1: Because people won't go see X-rated movies, yeah.
0: Right. So therefore, the only movie... Who has ever won Best Picture that was X-rated, which in today's world would be R. Or NC-17. Or NC-17 was Midnight Cowboy. Uh Starring John Voight and Dustin Hoffman. Yes.
1: I didn't know that was rated X. It was rated
0: X. It was absolutely rated X for adult audiences.
1: Hmm.
0: So that will always and forever be the only X-rated movie to have ever won a Best Picture. Nice. Nice. Yep.
1: Just a, a little bit of trivia for everybody.
0: Yes. Yeah. Nice. But that's what I've got. Three things that I really enjoy. Two on Hulu again, and then one on Netflix. Murderville on Netflix, Pam and Tommy, and Single Drunk Female on Hulu.
1: Awesome. Yep. All right. So now we got some rapid fire. Three animated films and then uh, four documentaries.
0: Let's do it.
1: Do it. So the first movie is Grave of the Fireflies. I found it on Voodoo. It's a Studio Ghibli film of a brother and sister trying to survive during the final months of World War II. This received critical acclaim and has been ranked as one of the greatest war films of all time and has been recognized as a major work of Japanese animation. This is a really heart-wrenching story. If you... Watch this dry eyed. You are not human. It's amazing. And you should watch Grave of the Fireflies. Awesome. Sad, but awesome. oh uh, The next one is Earwig and the Witch. This was on Amazon. You could also get it on Voodoo. I feel like I watched this on Netflix, but I couldn't find it on Netflix again. So this is uh, a strange couple uh, Bella, Yaga, and Mandrake. They adopt a girl, Earwig, against her wishes. When they get home, Bella Yaga tells Earwig that she is a witch, Bella Yaga is a witch, and that she only adopted Earwig for an extra pair of hands to help her on the house. Well, Earwig agrees to help, but only if Bella Yaga teaches her magic in return. Mm. And then other things transpire and history comes out about Earwig and all that. That was a really good one, and yeah, totally watch it. And the last of the animated films is on net. This one is on Netflix still, and it's called A Whisker Away. Yes, you totally should see this. A girl who feels like the world is against her gets a magical mask from a cat that ends up turning her into a cat. And then her friends have to help save her so that she doesn't like permanently become a cat it was this is really cute it is so cute it, it feel it totally sounds silly but it's it's so cute it's a great story it does feel like a studio Ghib- ghibli film yeah but it's it's not i don't think it it isn't but it's really cute you should totally watch this one and now for the documentaries wall street that's w a h l Wall Street. Ah. This is on HBO Max. It's all about Mark Wahlberg and his business mogul life. This was really kind of a snooze film for me. And it's yeah. Just uh, yeah. don't watch this one. I was really <laughs> unimpressed. But no. Uh that doc no <laughs> that's not the name of it. <laughs> that sugar film is a documentary that I found on Amazon Prime. It's all about sugar and the evils of sugar and the sugar industry and big sugar and all that. Uh, it's also on Tubi, Pluto TV, Vudu, and the Roku channel if you have any of those other than Amazon Prime. This is pretty good. I kind of liked it. I did kind of like this one. It was fairly educational as okay. documentaries go. The next one is called Seaspiracy. This is on Netflix, and it's all about the evils of the fishing industry and how it's just, they're evil people and they're bad for the environment. This was really a good one. This one, I didn't realize a lot of shit that goes on with the the fishing industry at all until I oh, saw man. this. Oh,
0: man. Man. Yeah.
1: Wow. Wow.
0: And sidebar to this, mm-hmm. and, I, and, I, and I don't mean to interrupt the rapid fire people. That's Sorry. okay. Sorry. Do they talk about how they're destroying oceans and all this? In in, oh yeah, all all of of it. Mm -hmm. I found out this week that the International Space Station is due to be guided crashed back to Earth in twenty thirty. Really? Yeah. Look this up, people. Hmm. And there is a part of the ocean where there is space junk that people actually crash land shit that's too big to burn up in the atmosphere so the international the international space station is going to end its life in 2030 and then be guided back down to earth to crash land in some part of the ocean that's really deep and not inhabited i guess or whatever but i i couldn't believe the fact that fuck we're you know we can't even send shit off into space and 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 not pollute the planet
1: well, and we can't even take it out of the ocean and take it apart
0: right and, and recycle parts of I shit mean, what i don't the hell? know we
1: got to crash it into the ocean I mean, and they claim it's n- nothing's living there but how do you really know
0: so it, i mean it, the it, ocean
1: it's... gets pretty fucking deep where we can't get down there. How do you know nothing's living down there?
0: Well, and they found that things can live down there. I mean, there are yeah, life ones.
1: There was some planet Earth documentary about the deep sea and they showed the glow in the dark fish and stuff. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 So and, and I could be misspeaking about you know where this is or the inhabited part, but right, look right. up the look up the story about the International Space Station that that hit this week about it's going to be crash landed back to earth. It 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 suddenly pissed me off like, why are we not building on I thought that the whole thing was that this was, you know, yeah part one, but all right. Enough of my soapbox mm. back to your rapid okay. fire. Sorry.
1: And the last of the rapid fire is a documentary called Found. This is on Netflix and it's about three girls who were adopted from China when they were really tiny. And they're going back to find their birth parents. There's an organization over there that helps uh, the child adoptees to the other countries uh, try to find their birth parents. It's not an easy thing to do because a lot of them are just left abandoned on the street, and then they end up in a in a orphanage. Uh, but this was really good. This was a really good one, and I highly recommend it because it's it was really interesting.
0: I have a I have a friend. Uh, who I met a few years ago when we were doing some instruction about audio description. And I met her at a time that she and her husband were about to go to China Mm. to get their daughter. And this was several years ago. And when they went to the orphanage where this little girl was, she had physical challenges, that they are still dealing with now, but to see her then and then to see the videos of her now, it is a true testament to love and commitment of parents. So, you know, it's easy to say I'm going to adopt a child from China. It is not easy to say I'm going to adopt a child that I know is going to have needs.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: And so I, and I'm not going to say her name, but just to know that there are parents out there who hopefully adopt and any adopting parent will love that child and want that child. Mm -hmm. So I get, I give my friend all the kudos in the world. So she has a beautiful Chinese daughter and she's doing really, really well and thriving here because of love and stuff. So hopefully when those kids go back and did they you said they found their parents?
1: I didn't see anything about them. They just went to find they went to try to find them. Wow. Not a lot of success stories in that search because Probably not. a lot of them are just left in boxes on a corner. Jesus. And yeah. Well, some of these these the people who gave birth to them, the birth parents, they just, they're at the end of their rope. They'd have nothing. It was a bad time back when these girls were being um, left and put into orphanages I think it was still part of the whole limit of how many kids you could have and everybody yeah. wanted a boy and not a girl so yeah wow.
0: yeah, just fucked up mm-hmm. oh man well that's a very sobering way to end your rapid yeah, fire yeah. Uh, yeah. All right,
1: I could ch- change things up here Um, I'm not going to tell you the name of this show but I've been watching this Korean drama and Dwight occasionally pops in and out. (laughs) And so now it's become, he's like, what are you watching? I'm like that show where the girl falls over all the time because this girl in this romantic drama show, she cannot stand up. She trips over her own feet and she's always falling into all these different men's arms and they're catching her or she's tripping over somebody else and bumping into the guy so, you know, those little like child stools that you have in front of the sink for the little kid to stand up to wash yeah. his hands? She's yeah, yeah, yeah. standing on one of those. That That's not that high. It's not even a full foot high off the ground. She fell off of that.
0: What the hell?
1: Those things are designed to not tip over because little kids stand on them.
0: What is, is this
1: purposeful? I. I she isn't doing it on purpose but the show is written that it will be happening on purpose you know they purposely wrote that into the script so that oh look they're falling into each other's arms and oh oh my gosh you caught me and oh I love you so much look at you but oh I don't really like you oh I like you oh my god (laughs) the fuck (laughs) that's that's what this one's all about which is why I'm not telling you the name of it because oh my god this one Oh my god. I'm still watching it though cuz I'm hooked. You know, sometimes watching a train wreck. So yes, that's the sh- is this the show where she's falling? Yes, this is the Falling Girl.
0: <laughs> well, I guess leave a link to it on the website. <laughs> no,
1: not going to bother.
0: Okay, don't bother leaving a link not to it on bother. the website. Yeah, no, no. Wow. All right. Well, I've got a couple of things of news. Oh, news. News. Thanks, as always, to David. Shout out to David. What's up, David? Hey, David. So, it seems... Have you been watching Abbott Elementary? No, I have not. So, uh, apparently, it's become the first ABC comedy premiere to quadruple ratings. Damn! So, is truly the head of its class, um, the first comedy premiere to quadruple ratings since its original airing.
1: Nice. This and it's, one, and though... It's a base. It's a American remake of a British show that Sam talked about on one of the episodes when she filled
0: in. Ah, hi, Sam. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I just, I love this show and I, and I, and I also have to give a shout out and, and I'm going to turn a little bit serious here for a second. Mm -hmm. The latest episode of grand crew. Okay. You heard me talk about this show. Yes. And it has a wonderful African-American cast. And very specifically because of Black History Month, they did a very special episode that dealt with the dearth of news that is so bad and particularly affects African-Americans. And each one of the characters on that show deals with the different news items in different ways. And I found it so deeply affecting, I asked Laura to watch it with me. Oh. And and she thanked me for having watched it with me. Because there, there's also a point in the show where one of the characters who... Tunes out the news. Doesn't even want to hear about it. But there's a reason for it that goes back to his childhood about how him and four of his buddies were pulled over by the cops. And they claim that the cops said that there were people like them who were doing a a rash of robberies. So they pulled them all over and all that. And that happened to me. And I was walking down the street. I was wearing a denim jacket at the time and a white T-shirt and i got pulled over by three or four different cop cars Jeez. and i was told to hang up the phone cuz i was at a pay phone at the time and i was only about 5 blocks from my house and the cop said hang up the phone put your hands up and i did of course i did i'm scared out of my mind and the cop said do you want to know why we pulled you? Over? i said yes well someone just robbed a domino's pizza And it was the one um, in Chicago across from Kenwood Academy High School. There was a Domino's pizza there and it had just gotten robbed by somebody who matched my description about what I was wearing. Mm -hmm. Cops let me go and all that. But I took off my jacket and I walked home and, you know, without it (laughs) on. But that was at a point where I didn't fear for my life. Mm and this this particular episode of this show affected me because so much news is happening especially since george floyd and and i and that's even wrong to say because it was happening before george floyd right george floyd just brought it to bear in such a bare-assed you, you non-breakaway way but how different people of color deal with everything and they are very non-specific about the events that they're talking about because there's just something almost every day Mm -hmm. and if you really want to watch what they used to call a very special episode (laughs) but watch the latest episode of grand crew if you really kind of want to feel what's in the hearts of black people when we read the news and and see all the shit that's going on, you'll understand it a little bit more. Oh. I, I just wanted to add that before I get on to more stupid news. Okay. Uh the Batman tickets go on sale in, in on February the 10th. Okay. So I still don't. <laughs> I wish I wish Warner Brothers were still releasing their shit on on HBO Max. But meh. I, I, I might go see it. I, I, th- I might tag up David and see if he wants to go see it. I know he'll want to go see it. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm um, sure he does. So we'll see. If you have have you watched the book of fucking Boba Fett? Of course. <gasps> oh my God, people, what? there is shit happening on there now that makes it worth watching the first four episodes of that boring show. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Oh my God. These last two episodes have been like, what?
0: These last two episodes, have, mm-hmm. oh, I can't even spoil it for you, but you need yeah, to no. watch it. Yes. Um, Any whoosie, the last thing I have, and and Dave put this under, did not expect this, <laughs> jackass forever oh God. has has a rotten tomatoes rating of 90 percent
1: yeah i know compared to what moonfall, moonfall?
0: the mm-hmm. the, uh, the absolute awesome looking science fiction movie yeah that's got like a 43 percent on rotten yeah. tomatoes
1: yeah it makes me question the rotten tomatoes audience really
0: yeah, exactly. Come on, you're gonna watch people get hit in the balls, you know. And Twenty do you times. And you think that's
1: better than any than
0: than a good at, disaster at least a movie?
1: Base disaster movie, really? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well. Yeah. Hence, why all reviews, even ours, have to be taken with a grain of salt. But indeed, we're better well, than anyone. Anyway.
1: One piece of news. News. It's the, uh, mass singer, and the latest, uh.
0: Oh, a leak yeah. of some
1: information because the season hasn't started yet. Mm-hmm. But in one of the episodes, this leaked out. Uh, one of the singers that gets uh, unmasked is Rudy Giuliani. And when he was unmasked, both Robin Thicke and Ken Jeong walked off the set because they were pissed off about that. Because, you know, a dude who was trying to. You know, we're, he was a part of that whole insurrection on January 6th is now getting the chance to sing on a Fox show. Right. Uh, I mean, and you, these people are getting paid for
0: that. You know, they are. And, and they, and, and I forgot. I, cause I saw Palin that in the news. In an
1: earlier, in an earlier season. Yeah. And they said something like Jenny and what's your head. We're asking, we're talking to him and asking questions, and I'm like, no, you guys, everybody should have walked off, but Robin and Ken came back, but they sh- they shouldn't have. Honestly, I feel like they shouldn't have.
0: Well, Fox as a company mm-hmm. sinks to new lows. They, all this the is time. a
1: serious low, man. And it makes me glad I stopped watching the show a while, you know, a couple at least a season or yeah. two ago.
0: And and I forgot where I saw this phrase, but it was it's like trying to wash the image of the person that they have on from yeah, going yeah. going from Oh my god, it's that guy too. Oh, he's trying to sing isn't that cute? You know, mm-hmm. trying to to just wash away some of the bad and and launder it in some way, mm-hmm. but but it is low that they're trying to do that with Rudy Giuliani.
1: Yeah, seriously.
0: And and the mass singer, fuck you.
1: Yeah, they lost any kind of I wouldn't call it credibility, but any kind of favor I may have ever had for them with that. Well, with that
0: and politicizing a show that was stupid to begin with but as always and i said it's stupid entertainment if you're entertained by it fine but you're politicizing it yeah
1: now you are Mm -hmm.
0: well and they did with sarah palin also but at least sarah palin both of them was out of the limelight for a while and and all that not embroiled in an insurrection and facing possible charges based on his acts with businesses and all that other sort of shit yeah fuck you fox you were absolutely wrong in doing that alan uh, robin thick and and ken jung thank you for walking off
1: yeah but what the fuck why did you come back
0: oh somebody probably said go back and you know
1: yeah i suppose I'd be like, I'm not going back until you tell me that that whole any of his performances and this reveal will not be on, aired on the television, on live TV, or any. TV. Well, it
0: doesn't. It doesn't even matter if they're aired. They're they're. It's broken now.
1: Yeah, they definitely they broke it now. But people don't need to see that.
0: No, they they, they absolutely shouldn't. they shouldn't
1: don't. see that to have any kind of, I don't know. For him to ingratiate himself back into anybody's graces at all.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And yeah. that's the no. that's the point that the thing that mm-hmm. I read was trying to make that that's their back doorway.
1: Yeah, like whitewash this guy or something. Right.
0: Exactly. And it's completely wrong. You know, it is. you've got it's bullshit. oh, it's total bullshit. And and again, makes me right about the mass sing- mass singer, <laughs> but yeah. it, it's just horrible horrible that fox would do that damn. oh god Although damn, i feel that... like
1: i shouldn't be surprised you know
0: well that's the hard part mm-hmm. you should be surprised i because know you shouldn't I, yeah. expect something like that
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know if you have on fucking uh, what's his name uh mickey rourke yeah who unmasks yeah. himself because he did it as a lark he got a quick <laughs> yeah. paycheck and then poof all right that's stupid but it was it is what it is mhm but you shouldn't expect somebody who is embroiled in one of the, one of the if not the biggest political scandal ever yeah arguably ever mhm trying to reframe his image as fun and a singer no I wouldn't expect that I, and I would feel fucking awkward and dirty if that if I
1: would feel awkward and dirty to be one of the people asking him to be on it or even like being the one asked to allow him to be on it. I'd be like fuck that no
0: so it so yeah. so obviously it looks like the four panelists scherzinger uh jenny mccarthy McCarthy and those jung and and thick don't know who's behind these
1: yeah it seems like they don't know who's behind it at all at all
0: so so and on one hand it gives a little more credence to the guessing part right but (sighs) damn
1: yeah yeah
0: damn that well and i'm glad you brought that up cuz that's just fucked up yeah that's and i up. and i hope the show suffers horrible repercussions from that
1: i really hope they do too i really, I really
0: do. do you know entertainment needs to be entertainment if you want to try to reframe his image put him on a fucking talk show
1: yeah seriously
0: you know and have him answer some serious questions about the whole january 6th Insurrection. And
1: the big lie and all of his bullshit with that, too.
0: And and being the lawyer and knowing about Trump's businesses and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I don't have any problem getting political right now because Fox yeah. made it political when they put somebody that political on an yes. entertainment show that we review. Yeah. So and that's actually going to spill into something that I actually do want to talk about for okay. a second with you. Cause I have Moving a, on. I have a question. Okay. But you saw this whole thing about Joe Rogan. Yep. And, and how these artists are pulling their music. And I think rightly so from Spotify oh, yeah. mm-hmm. and music. And I hate to say this, <laughs> It started out with musicians from not even our generation but like the slightly older generation than us.
1: Yeah. pulling the, yeah. pulling
0: their music. And I'm glad that it snowballed enough that it actually dropped Spotify's um stock price Ooh. and made and made Rogan do a video to say he's going to be more equal in terms of who he's got on. And I was having conversations about this, and I said, good, fuck that guy. And the people I was having conversations with were, wait, but isn't that infringing on free speech?
1: That, that's not what free speech is about.
0: And I said, I don't think it infringes on free speech because I, and as much as I hate hate groups and all that other sort of stuff, I have to allow them to say what they want to say so I can tell them to go fuck off as my (laughs) right to free speech yeah but where it crosses a line for me is when you're getting into science fact if you are purposely purporting something that is not scientifically true to people who are apt to believe what you are saying falsely therefore endangering people you cross a line and you need to be put back That is why I say that they were right to pull their music off of a platform that supports this. I am not for censorship. I am for factual reporting if you so go there. If he said, I just don't want to get the shot, okay, that's your opinion. Mm -hmm. But when you have on all these guests who you sort of prop up as experts, like a certain fucking... NFL quarterback whose name rhymes with Farron Dodgers, then then you you cross that line to me.
1: And really, it's no different, you know, sure, you may have a freedom of speech to shout fire in a crowded movie theater when there is no fire, but you're going to suffer repercussions for doing such a thing.
0: Right, right.
1: And Spotify is a private company. It's not a government agency. And they need, you know, they are the ones who should be policing the people they have speaking on their platform.
0: So Spotify said that they are going to put an advisory on their shows now. Yeah. But... My question is, well, shouldn't they have done that fucking before?
1: Yeah, yeah. Just like when we upload our podcast, we have to mark that we have are explicit we will swear in this so that we can have that that call out. Yeah, that we swear on our show. Well, what the fuck? Spotify should have something where it, you know, the views of these people are not necessarily the views of Spotify, and there may be, you know, incorrect information and blah, 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 yeah. blah, 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 or well, some shit Insta- like that, you know?
0: And Instagram does that. If I were to do an Instagram post and just write the word COVID, there will instantly pop up mm-hmm. for COVID information, go here.
1: Yeah. And Facebook does the same thing too. Right. I'm so- not on Twitter enough to know if Twitter's pulling that or not to be honest with you. And I think TikTok does it as well. TikTok does do it, but I haven't been on Twitter enough to know if Twitter automatically does it or not.
0: So what I want to know from our listeners, and you know where to hit us up, at symbol, the watchlist pod, at symbol, Pirate Alice, at symbol, Bill Ivory Larson. Where do you fall on this whole Joe Rogan Spotify thing? Now that it seems to have settled i guess you Mm -hmm. know uh, you know they've they've figured out the course through this do you want more artists to drop spotify because honestly i don't fucking use spotify
1: i never used spotify um because back when spotify first came out and i had all my music library that i was trying to figure out what to do with because my computer kept constantly crashing, and I, you, when you had an iPod, you couldn't pull the music off the iPad, yeah. or iPod.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> it was just on there, and that you're supposed to house it on your computer. But computers die, hard drives fail. Oh my God! You know, so I was Google Music came out at the same time Spotify did. Spotify I had to pay for if I wanted to listen to it on multiple devices around my house. Or wherever. Google Music, I just upload my stuff once and I could as long as I could access Google, my Google account, I could listen to my music wherever I go. Right. And it was free. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck Spotify. This works way better for me. Every you know, and my music is up there in the cloud where I'm not gonna lose it. Well, I'm a little pissed off at Google because they discontinued Google music within the past year or so. And everything's now like YouTube music or some shit. And I'm like,
0: ah. yeah, bah. yeah. <laughs> I just want to listen to my MP3s that I already
1: own, man. I just want to listen to my shit that I already own. I don't need all this other crap, Ugh. but I'm not going to fucking Spotify. That's for sure. Yeah. And I'm, so, uh, yeah.
0: so yeah. people, where do you fall in all of this? Do you think it's a free speech issue? Or do you think that Rogan stepped over the line multiple times and should be sanctioned for it and or pulled off the air?
1: It's let not us a know a speech issue. It's, it's I don't it's,
0: think it is either because you're just freedom dealing with of speech means the science. government
1: can't come after you if you're speaking out. That's what right. freedom of speech is about. It's not about a private company censoring you. Yeah. That At that's I, that's the end of it. That that's yeah. it.
0: And I happen to agree with you, because on my side, if you're talking about science and you're not presenting factual science, you're crossing a line and you need to be sanctioned for it.
1: Well, it's not just the science thing. If they could be talking about, you know, uh, white power or black power or anybody's power and if Spotify wants to censor them, that's on, that's for Spotify to do. They are a private company, and Joe Rogan has signed some kind of an agreement to be on Spotify.
0: Yep. A $100 million so, agreement, by the way. When
1: you sign an agreement, that gives that company the right, depending on what your contract is, that gives the company the right to say what's on their platform.
0: Yep. It sure does. It absolutely does. Just like when does. you
1: agree to be on Facebook... You are giving Facebook the right to decide what's on their platform.
0: Yeah, right. Which actually brings up another thing, too. They paid Rogan $100 million to be on their platform exclusively. So to me, it's also a money issue because Rogan has so many fucking listeners.
1: Well, also, the musicians are pissed off because they're not getting that same kind of Rogan money. Not they're at all, a lot of yeah, and that's another reason for those artists to pull their music off of Spotify.
0: they get fractions of pennies for yeah. every listen that they have, or something mm-hmm. like that, yeah, and it's redonculous. it's it, it none is. of it's them have the same bullshit. deal that right. It's bullshit. The thing that they have propped uh, that helped create Spotify is not rewarding that they're rewarding yeah. this numbnut, yeah, so. Yeah, very interesting. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let mm-hmm. us know where you fall people. Now I'm all pissed off.
1: Yeah. That's I'm a debating, good way to pulling end our podcast show. from Spotify.
0: Oh, we can do mm-hmm. that, can't we? We
1: can. I think we Yeah, I'm pretty sure we can.
0: Well, folks, if that if if that can happen, that's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> because if of our 20 listeners, of which I hope we have like 22 now. And thank you each and every one of you. Thank you, thank you, and thank you. But if any of you listen on Spotify, stop listening on Spotify. And Pretty Please with Sugar on Top, consider going to another source for our podcast. There are
1: many other sources. You could go through Amazon. You can go through uh, Stitcher, which is my podcast app of choice. There's Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts and Pan- I think we're on Pandora as we well. We are on Pandora. I think we are in Pandora. We're on. We're on all of them, but we may not be on Spotify after this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, then I'm glad we brought it up. Then.
1: Yes, I'm glad you brought it up.
0: Well, you know what? Because we we have to, and this is where I will stop because it actually is very true. We have to make a stand. Mm-hmm. And there are sometimes when I read things in the news and i and i wonder when justice turns into preventative action yeah because justice is one thing and thank god we have justice now for many different things but what i want to do is prevent those injustices from happening so if in some minuscule minute Microscopic way, we pull our podcast from a giant conglomerate that could actually give a flying fuck if we're on it or not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but pays Joe Rogan this asshole idiot who puts forth lies a hundred million dollars. They don't need the one or two listeners that we have, and yeah, they don't need our not. podcast. No. Nope. So I, I, we are going to end the show there. Mm -hmm. so thank you all for listening let us know what you think about what we just talked about are we right or are we wrong let us know i want to i want to hear about this and i and and i and i mean this because i i would never shame anybody i would i want to hear conversation because we don't converse enough yeah i would like to know opinions because they helped balance me and understand people and the more we talk with each other the more we understand each other the more we understand each other a lot of this shit's gonna go away so Mm -hmm. let us know thank you all for listening (laughs) all right thanks for listening everybody you stay safe out there and we will see you next time okay Okay, bye. bye